Hi and welcome to the Happiness Safari podcast. My name is Sadine. I'm a big from yoga teacher and happiness life coach. I'm teaching yoga around the world, hosting retreats and giving workshops and coaching digital nomads from wherever I am in the world. The Happiness Safari podcast is here to inspire you and show you different journeys towards happiness. Today I speak to Anaïs, born in Madagascar, raised in France and now living in Germany. After almost two decades of teaching English to non-native speakers, Anaïs finally decided to embrace her passion for entrepreneurship and online marketing. As a business and productivity coach, she helps multi-passionate lifestyle entrepreneurs build sustainable and profitable ecosystems to support their dreams. She hosts the Nomade Creator Podcast, where she interviews entrepreneurs worldwide and shares her tips and strategies to start and grow an online business while staying focused and productive. Quick spoiler, I had the owner to be interviewed on Anais' podcast as well, so I'll let you know once the episode is live. Anais shares her biggest learning with us. Even if you are unsure where you want to go, you have to do it first and you will figure it out during the process. The more you put yourself out there, the more clarity you will have. From today's episode, you will also learn how to get clarity on what you want, why we sometimes get into our heads too much. If you have an idea and you have it often, you should find a way to try it and why everything starts with clarity and how to transform your thoughts. And this is an episode you want to take notes on, especially if you're an entrepreneur or you want to become a digital nomad as well. I hope you will enjoy the episode. Hi and welcome, Anais, to the podcast. Very happy to have you here. And yeah, how are you today? Well, hi, Nadine. Thank you for having me. I'm extremely excited to be here because I don't do so many podcast interviews and it's always a very cool moment. So I'm really, I was really looking forward to it. So ah. thank you for having me. Yeah, you're very welcome. And yeah, I was on your podcast two weeks ago and I know what you're talking about because we are on the other side interviewing people more than we are being interviewed. So uh, what do you like? What do you like the most maybe about interviewing people? We start there. Oh, yeah. Well, I learn things every time I interview someone. And when I started my podcast, the very honest reason and I think I, I I wrote that to you I think when I contacted you the the first time um, it's really to learn things about mm -hmm. about the person but also about business and lifestyle and in general because I feel like I would learn so much more interviewing someone than maybe um, going on the internet, trying to look for the information. So I always love, love, love having conversations. I'm a very talkative person and it's just like learning something about someone, having a nice time for 45 minutes, an hour with a person, getting to know each other. And sometimes it develops into, you know, long-term friendships and it's, it's always interesting to me. Yeah. Wow. I like that. What is, do you remember your biggest learning maybe from one of your interviews or from being a podcaster? Yeah. Well, I haven't been a podcaster for 
that long. I think I started my podcast at the end of 2020 and I wasn't super consistent with it at the beginning. But uh, yes, the big lesson I learned, it's not from someone in particular, but it's about the, the process of putting yourself out there and actually doing the podcast. So when I started the podcast, my only ambition was I want to have a podcast. <laughs> so I didn't really know where I was going with this podcast. And I started interviewing people. And the more people I interviewed, the more clarity I got on where I wanted to go with this podcast mm -hmm. and what kind of people I wanted to interview. And so the lesson for me was, you know what, even if you are not sure where you want to go, for example, if you want to start a business or, or a YouTube channel, whatever, a blog or something, and you're asking yourself, well, maybe I should wait until I know exactly what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to do it. Well, no, you just have to do it first and then you'll figure it out in the process. This is really my biggest lesson because it took me months or even years to actually start this podcast. I had this idea a long time ago and I was like, oh no, I'm not doing it because I'm not sure. I don't know who should I interview and what should I do? And for example, I went from a French podcast and then after a few episodes, I'm like, no, actually I want to interview people in English, mm -hmm. right? And so I switched and after a while, I was like, well, actually I want to interview people who travel and have this lifestyle because I'm really interested in that. And the more I interview people and the clearer it is for me, who I want to interview, what kind of podcast I want to do. And I also figure out, for example, that I also want to do solo episodes. So again, the more you put out yourself out there doing something and being consistent with it and the more clarity you have. So that is my, my biggest lesson with this podcast. Wow. I think that's a very good lesson for the listeners as well. And as you said, that goes for every business. It's sometimes we figure things out along the journey and we have to take the first step to yeah, learn something and discover something maybe about ourselves and our journey and where we want to go. So instead of just waiting and yeah, putting things in the future, you should just start and, and try it out basically. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think we, sometimes we, we get in our heads too much. I don't know. And We have all these ideas and I'm sure it's the same for you and, and the same for anyone who has an entrepreneurial mind. Um, we we have all these ideas and we kill them in five seconds just because we're like, oh, no, but I don't even know how to do that. Um, or I'm not sure, you know, it's going to work, but you, you're not even trying it and mm. it's it, it can be very frustrating. So now... I try to have this philosophy of if I have an idea and I have it often enough to think that, okay, this is not just a random thought that I had. This is actually something I should explore, you know, and I will, now I have this thing where I will always somehow find a way to try out this idea, whether it's just um, asking people, about like, oh, 
I'm thinking about this thing. Uh, what do you think it's interesting? What would you think? Would you buy a product like that? Or if you if you would, what would you like in this product or something like that? Mm. And sometimes it's like, oh, actually, it's a good idea. And sometimes like, well, I think I'll keep that somewhere in a drawer and get back to it later. Mm. But we really need to learn to, I think um listen to ourselves more and let our ideas actually be explored instead of just being like oh maybe i could do this but oh no it's stupid and let's just move on to something else mm. you know yeah yeah very true and i know now you actually help other entrepreneurs to find their way find confidence but also um yeah becoming profitable so i guess Do you help them also finding the ideas? Or do you help people moving from a corporate job to an entrepreneurship? Or where do you start? Yeah, so it starts with the clarity. Because the thing I've noticed with um, a lot of people is that usually you start with this frustration um, oh, I hate my job or I don't know. I, I don't like what I'm doing anymore. Yeah. So I know I want to do something else. I know I want to have some kind of lifestyle and live differently, but I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. So usually the first step is the clarity because it's one thing to be in your job every day and being like, oh, I'm tired of this and I'm going to quit. You know, that's that's one thing. But then um, just sitting down and, and thinking, okay, if I quit, what am I actually going to do? <laughs> that's another thing. So there are a lot of people I work with and I really spend a lot of time with them uh, doing some journaling or doing some brainstorm or and just suggesting them to take the time to just be alone with themselves, to mm -hmm. find the clarity about why they are tired of this life in the first place. Mm -hmm. Where do they um, want to go in the future? So visualizing where do you want to be in three years, five years, 10 years? Um, and how do you see yourself evolving? You know, because... Entrepreneurship is hard and I don't want people to think that if they're quitting their job, it's going to be all rainbows and unicorns and things like that. So I also want them to really be clear on where they want to go before they actually take the leap into, okay, this is the kind of business that I want to create. And these are the steps. And I know maybe it's going to take a while, but I'm ready to hang in there, maybe take a part-time job or something like that uh, to work on my business on the side because I have this clarity and I know exactly every single step that I'm taking is going to bring me there mm. where I want to go. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. And you mentioned journaling, but then what's your favorite question maybe? Because I'm sure you're guiding them or giving them inspiration. Like what can you ask yourself to gain clarity in your life maybe in, in general? Oh, there are so, 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 so many. But I would say, so 
it would start with, um, le- for example, one that I love is uh, a letter to your future self. And this future self can be three months from now, one year from now, five years from now, or 50 years from now, depending on where the the person is and also depending on what we're trying to figure out. So for example, uh, someone who is still in the stage of, I'm in my job, I hate it. I want to leave I, I see that all these people are being digital nomads, etc. I want to travel. I want to do the same thing. Um, I'm like, okay, so let's write a letter to your future self and let's project ourselves one year from now um, or three years from now. So where do you see yourself? Where are you? You say you want to travel. What country or what continent are you in what kind of lifestyle do you have and who are you with and what are you doing and what do your days look like and what kind of business or work are you doing for example and it's very I I really love those projection um, type of exercises and also the fact that you're writing to yourself meaning you're putting yourself in the position where you are in the future and you have this bird's eye view and you're telling your now self what is happening, right? So you're saying, yeah. well, hey, Anais, um, it's been a year since our last you know, conversation and it's, it's so cool because right now I'm in, I don't know, Mexico and... I wake up at 8, 7 a.m. every day and I take a long walk on the beach and blah, blah, blah. And so you write this letter to your future self um, and you put it somewhere, you know, in an envelope or something. And you 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 um, you put a note on your calendar to open it either three months, one year, five years from now. Mm-hmm. And so this is an exercise that I do every year at the beginning of every year. So I write my letter, I put it somewhere. And then the next, the last, the the next year, I open the envelope and I see what has happened. uh, If some things have actually manifested and some haven't, and it's a good, uh, it's a good basis to kind of reevaluate if you still have the same dreams or the same aspirations as you had a year before. And the interesting thing is it's always evolving. Mm -hmm. So, and let me tell you an interesting thing about this, uh, this exercise when, so five years ago, we moved here in, uh, in Fontainebleau in France. And I wrote something about um, the type of place, the type of apartment that I wanted to live in. And I said something like, you know, we, we, uh, our apartment has an, an open uh, kitchen and I wake up early and I prepare breakfast for the family. Um, I go for a walk at 6am and then I come back and I prepare breakfast for the family, 
blah, blah, blah. And, um, and I completely forgot about this thing because I usually don't reread my journals. I have, I journal a lot. I have tons of journals, but I don't reread everything except from time to time when, you know, important uh, events happen in my life. And so because I'm moving again, I started flipping through my old journals and I also manifested the fact that um, I would, I didn't manifest, but I wrote like, I have my own home office, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, and in this apartment, we have an open kitchen, but I don't have a home office. It's not, it's not big enough, but in our next apartment, we're moving in, in Germany, I'm going to have a home office because it's so huge. And, and Mm. we're going to have not just the home office, but another spare room, like a guest room or something like that. And it's a huge, and this, this is just like one of these crazy opportunities that you have, like, we were so lucky to be able to have this apartment for the price we had it and it's great and, and so on. And I was like, Oh, so I wrote this a few years ago and I was already dreaming about this home office and it finally happened. Mm-hmm. And when you start, when you journal, there are a lot of little details that you think about and sometimes your hand write things and your brain doesn't even you know, consciously think about them and all these little things like, oh, we're going to travel to this place or, you know, this is the kind of of, uh, thing that will happen in the future. And when it happens, it just happens. And and you don't even remember thinking about it, except when you look into your journals and like, oh my God, I already thought about this Mm -hmm. a few years ago. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's crazy to me. Yeah, wow. No, I love that. And I I like the idea that you're actually handwriting the letter and putting it literally in an envelope and putting it away. Because I mean, for just for people who are not so much into handwriting, I know there is a tool that's called, I think, futureemail.com or something. Yeah, I think it's future me. Future yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can I can look it up, put it in the show notes. So you can write yourself an email and then you can set the date whenever you want to receive it, and then you get it and I've done that before and I had a similar experience I was writing down like different things how I want my life to to be and I would even say that most of the things um, came true so it's definitely I wanted to be traveling around the world and coaching helping people and teaching yoga and being again in a loving relationship and yeah all of that actually happen and I guess it's also normal some things they don't maybe happen just in one year but sometimes they need a little bit longer and uh, yeah some some things they just happen right after I feel like uh, yeah I did one in the end of, of 2020 and then yeah literally so many things came true like a month later where my life was so different when I moved to, to Kenya and uh, yeah it's just a really cool tool. But I love the handwriting because also with journaling, right? I'm also telling my clients it's different when you handwrite because something goes through you, as you say, and you sometimes are not even conscious. And I do think the handwriting is very, very powerful. Yes. And we're not used to handwriting so much yeah. anymore. And, and we definitely should. And um, and for me, it's I do that in the morning when <laughs> when my mind is still a bit blurry, you know, usually. 
And, and it's really interesting what happens in, in these moments. And again, when you do it often, you realize that you have these ideas and sometimes you have ideas, you think it's a new idea, but it's not a new idea. It's something that you've already written about mm. years before, months before. And you're just, it's not, you're not just conscious about it, but um, yeah, journaling helped me so, so much in everything since I, since I started this journey of entrepreneurship, it has helped me become a, I don't know, just overall a better person. Mm, wow. Yeah, that's my next question, because now we're speaking about what you actually do for others. But then obviously, we want to know, how did you get where you are right now? And I'm always um, calling it happiness journey. That's why the podcast is called happiness safari, because I do believe that we are, that's what we are seeking, right in the core. I mean, we want to feel loved, but we also just want to feel happy. And then you said also, when you're in a corporate job, maybe, and you hate your job, you're actually unhappy. And the feeling you want is to wake up in the morning. So many clients say that and they just want to be happy and excited for the day and what they do. So, yeah. When would you say, did your journey start and, and how? Mm, oh, my God. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's uh, woo, very um, interesting and introspective question. So I would say that my journey... Uh, started so I'm 43 right so <clears throat> I'm not a uh, young well I consider yeah, yeah. but I mean I'm not 20 right I'm, yeah. I'm 43 um, so I would say that really my my journey to become who I am today or this version of myself it really started five years ago um, so let's say before and after so before that um, I was, I would be the kind of person who, um, I would, I would say typically the, the kind of person who was leaving by default and a lot of people would understand what I mean by that. So the only role that I was extremely good at and uh, I say that with no shame at all, is the, the role of, of mom, right? So I, I know that I've been a great mom to my kids. Uh, I raised two beautiful, they're 15 now, and I raised two extraordinary human beings. They're so, you know, nice, grounded, um, respectful to, to others. And I know that they will do great things in this world. Um, but apart from that, I was really not happy in my life. I, I was very frustrated all the time. And I was very jealous of other people whom I considered to be successful And, you know, I've had, I've had my, my dramas and stuff like that. So I guess that's, I can explain why I was this way, but what happened was um, in 2017, end of, end of 2016, 2017, um, I decided to launch my, my first online business. So before that I was teaching English online, mm -hmm. which is kind of an online business, but I was doing one-on-one. -on -one. 
And I was making a decent amount of money, but it was very limited because I was basically sitting down 30 hours a week, one-on-one teaching people mm-hmm. through uh, Skype because it wasn't Zoom at the time. Yeah. And then I kind of heard about, you know, people doing things online and I was like, oh, so I guess I could do that. I could create online courses and start a business and scale my English business. And I started doing that and it was, I was procrastinating a lot. And, and um, because I had all these fears, I didn't know what to do, what I was doing. And I wasted so much time procrastinating. And I think I can say I was very lazy, meaning I wasn't willing to put in some efforts. And I was like, oh, I see these people who are successful and they say they did this and I want to do this and it's going to work. And this went on for a few months. And then in summer of 2017, we, with all my family, we took um, a three-week vacation. We were... We rented a mother home, you know, and we went camping uh, in the, the around France, uh, in the north of France. And so I had a lot of time <laughs> because we were either um, my husband was driving and, and I was in the car and in the mother home or we were, you know, staying in a place and, and uh, eating barbecues and stuff like that. So I had a lot of time. And. I started thinking, okay, this cycle of procrastination has to stop, right? And and, uh, because I'm not going anywhere with this. And so I need some help or something. And I started browsing, uh, looking for some books that would help me about, I don't know, something like productivity or something like that. And um, and I don't know, I, I think I, I came across a, a blog post about the miracle morning or something like that, like people who wake up early, blah, blah, blah. And so I was intrigued. I was like, okay, what's that? So I purchased the book um, on on uh, the ebook. I started reading it. And this was my first ever personal development book. And in hindsight, I'm like, it's not the best ever, mm-hmm. but because it was my first one, I would say it literally changed my life in the sense that I realized that all these um, negative thoughts that I had, I was making them up myself mm-hmm. and I had the power to change that. And the first lesson that kind of hit me in the face was the idea that the last thought you have when you go to bed is the first thought you have when you wake up. Mm. And when I thought about that, I was like, what's the last thought I have every night? It's I'm tired. And I was constantly saying, I'm tired. Oh my God, I'm so tired. Oh, I'm so tired. And I was always thinking, oh my God, it's I'm going to be so tired when I wake up tomorrow because I'm going to bed and it's, I don't know, midnight. And, and I was constantly tired and thinking about being tired. And so I decided to experiment and say, okay, so if I'm listening to what they're saying here, I have the power to change 
my thoughts, right? So I decided to uh, consciously think to myself every time I go to bed, uh, I'm going to have a great night. And tomorrow I wake up rested and enthusiastic about the upcoming day. And this became kind of my, my bedtime mantra. Yeah. And this was my first experimentation about changing my thoughts. And you know what? It worked. Yeah. It works so well. And from that, I progressively started implementing some new things in my life. Um, and I, all these things where I was like, I can't do that. I'm not a morning person. I don't like exercise. I, I don't know. I can't be successful. All those things. I progressively started working on these thoughts and I started doing things I never did before. So I went from zero exercise to exercising four days a week. I went from I can't wake up early and, and, you know, I'm not a morning person to actually waking up at 6 a.m. and being super energetic when I woke up. And, um, and of course, with this personal development that happened, uh, my business also started to gain some traction because I was also working more effectively. I was less polluted by my negative thoughts of jealousy and comparing myself to others and, and things like that. And so, yeah, so I would say that this journey really started in, in the summer of 2017 after reading The Miracle Morning. And I read over 120 um, books after that about, you know, self-awareness and personal development. So they're a lot of great books out there that can help you on this journey, but this is how my life um, turned around. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Very, very cool story. It's so um, crazy because I, I think I, I hear you also, you know, I, I hear myself talking when you, when you say it um, because yeah, it's funny because I read a book also where I say that was about your thoughts are not your thoughts. So also I had the same epiphany. Actually, what we're thinking is not, it's not by default. Like we can change it. We can decide. We can also decide if we listen or not. And yeah, you're saying you can change it. So interesting. <laughs> um, and usually at the end of the podcast, I always ask if you have an uh, inspiring book which changed your life. So you named it already. So I put that in the show notes for people. And uh, yeah, but it's a, it's a super cool story. Maybe just uh, because, yeah, you transformed so much in your life, but just by... I mean, changing your thoughts and then consciously over-programming them, basically? Or did you write notes somewhere? Or did you then also start journaling? Or how did you actually, I mean, just say, transform one thought? Mm. So, well, journaling came around this this period. So, so I... At first, I used to write down the, the kind of thoughts that I wanted to have. Um, and then I, I tried, so I don't do that so much right now, but at the time I, I tried to say them out loud as much as possible uh, during my morning routine. I, mm -hmm. So I have my morning routine now is basically the most important moment in my day. Um, 
I cannot start a day without doing my morning routine. And my morning routine is usually three things. It's, um, um, well, exercise, any form of exercise, whether it's just, you know, walking or uh, real exercise, like doing some cardio stuff. Um, and then there will be a moment of learning. So I usually either read books or listen to audiobooks. And then there is this a moment of introspection, which usually happens in the form of journaling, but it can also be sometimes meditation or, may, or sometimes both. And the journaling part is really, I believe, what helped me shaping my new thoughts. Because on the one hand, I was brain dumping all the negative thoughts that I had. And on the other hand, I was also writing down the type of thoughts that I wanted to have. So mm -hmm. it made me aware of, yeah, when I'm jealous of that person, uh, that's the reason. And it's, it's in fact, because I want to be uh, not that person, but because I want in my life some elements of what I see in that person. And this is what I want. And this is how I'm going to get it. And I was, everything happens in my journal from, again, brain dumping the negative thoughts, putting the thoughts I want to have, but also all the strategies, like how am I going to do this? Mm -hmm. And I spend a lot of time mind mapping um, what I want my life to look like, you know, and it evolves all the time. But now I figured out that in the center of my life and, and the, the reason, the why of all this is that um, there are a few core things, the core values that I have, which are uh, freedom, which is number one. Mm. I'm doing this because I want to, to be free. And why do, and, and free to me means, um, financially independent and also geographically independent and also uh, free in my mind, you know, not having those shackles that prevent me from trying things, etc. And, and the other very strong uh, value that I have is family, because so the reason why I want to be geographically and financially independent is because I want to be able to provide great exp experiences for my family, uh, meaning my husband and my kids, but also my parents who live at the other end of the world. And I just want to be able to have the freedom to be able to hop on a plane and go and visit them if I need to, you know, and, and I keep that in my mind all the time. And I write it down all the time. And when I feel sometimes tired or uninspired, I get back to that. And I'm like, Anais, why are you doing all this? Right. Why are you doing all this? It's because you want the freedom. Yeah. You want to provide for your family. You want to uh, have great experiences, et cetera, et cetera. And all that goes in my journal. Mm. All that. Wow. Very cool. And how does it how does it feel? Because you said, yeah, the why do you want to live the way you want to? And you explained it's not just 
um, I guess, being an entrepreneur, having your own business or being financially independent or being successful. That's also a question. What does success mean to you? But um, yeah, what, what is it about like this lifestyle? Like, how do you feel now living, living the way you do? Ah, uh, I feel lucky, <laughs> very, <laughs> very lucky. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a quest. This is how I, I see things now, right? Because um, it's a permanent quest. It's, it's a journey. It's never, you never really arrive somewhere <laughs> but but I would say that where I am now is again just a, a step to something even better that's yeah. awaiting me and now I I'm so much more intentional about everything I do and um originally so I told you that when when you um when I interviewed you in my podcast, because or originally five years ago, the reason why I started my business was very different from now. Um, the reason was my husband has a job that has him move to new places all the time. So I'm not the one who chooses where we're going to live um, originally. Uh, it's my husband's company <laughs> that send us sends us somewhere yeah. and and um and I like the idea of moving because I moved so much also when I was a kid um and for me it's you know I thought about that actually recently I had this kind of reminiscence because we we're going to move again and I thought about my whole journey until now and when I was little my my parents started as so they're they're also entrepreneurs and they started with not much and we moved a few times and every time we moved to a new house it was uh because you know my dad was becoming more and more successful so we can move to a bigger house every time until when i was 13 we moved to the house that my parents built in, in Madagascar, mm -hmm. uh, which was their dream house. And I remember they, they we had this, um, I don't know what, what you call it in, in English, but it's uh, in a ma in maquette, you know, like it's um, a model, okay. I think, of, of what the house would look uh, like. Yeah, yeah. You know? And um And I, I saw, I went through that process of seeing my parents meeting with architects and, um, you know, having, conceiving this dream house and then starting to build it. And I went to visit the, the, the construction place. And then one day, finally, it was like, okay, we're moving. We're moving to our home, yeah. which is still our, you know, family home now. When I when I go there, and so the this idea of moving for me, it's it has always been a symbol of starting a new chapter. Mm -hmm. And when I met my husband, I didn't know that at the time. Obviously, that 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 would be how our life would be. But we kind of reproduced that, you know. When I met him, he was still a student, so we first lived in um, a tiny little 
home house I don't even know like a shoebox or something <laughs> um, and then we moved to our first studio and then we had the kids we moved to a you know bigger little apartment and so on and so on until now where we're going to have this huge six-room apartment you know and to me it's just like this is a, a step that we're starting because you ask me like, how am I feeling now? This is a new step that we're starting. And for me, it's also the beginning of a new era in my life, in my entrepreneurial life, but also in my mom life, mm-hmm. because I realized something. It's the fact that probably three, four years from now, my kids, my beloved boys Mm. will start their own lives. And so in three years, a new chapter again is going to start. And now I'm in this phase where I'm like, okay, my life is kind of cool right now because I have the freedom I wanted, the financial, geographical, et cetera. But now I'm going to prepare this phase that is coming where my kids are actually going to leave our home, which means that for me, it's of course a sad moment, but it's also even more freedom for me because, you know, I will, I won't have this responsibility anymore, which means that I can travel even more if I want to, etc. And so for me, it's now I'm like, yeah, new chapter, new adventures. We're just going to consolidate the thing that we built over the years and yeah that's that's where how I think about it wow (laughs) I like it um and that's again mindset right if you look at the things in a positive or in a negative way and I guess there are probably a lot of people in the world who would think always moving is something negative and it is something you know like giving up something and I do love the the quote it's like with every um, ending there's also a new beginning and that was also always my mantra because I was also moving a lot in my in my life Uh, but yeah I like it that you see it that way and I think it is very exciting Um, what would you recommend people who are yeah, on on that way, or maybe they, they're thinking about it to to change their life or become an, an entrepreneur or traveling and uh, yeah, any any big life change, like what would be the first step or be your one recommendation? Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> so ooh, um I would so I would get back to the clarity thing. Mm-hmm. Um I would say, well. If, for example, if your thing is you you look at these people who have this lifestyle of traveling and you're thinking about doing that, um, maybe just start with a short trip on your own uh, somewhere. See what happens. Do you like it or or not? Um, and maybe not take the the leap like on a, on a whim just because you know oh I quit my job I'm tired no I, I wouldn't recommend doing that um, but I would recommend kind of doing a mini mini thing like mm-hmm. uh, okay I'm going to save a little money and travel for 
well, maybe one month, three months, six months, one year, depending on, you know, where you are in life mm -hmm. and, and what you can afford. But because I think um, if we're talking about really the, the, the lifestyle where you move a lot and you travel a lot, uh, you need to be comfortable with being alone with yourself to do that. <laughs> you, you cannot do that if you always rely on what do people think about me and, and all these things. So try it first on your own for a short period of time. See how you like it. Don't take, do something radical unless you're like super, super sure. And then um, about the entrepreneurial side, what I always recommend if you can do that is start building um, now while you're still in your, either it's nine to five or studies or something, start building now. And by that, I would say, you know, start learning about how to do online marketing, start learning about uh, content creation, start actually documenting your life, your journey. Uh, if you have a passion, something you're passionate about, you want to share, start sharing it online, because this is going to help you. In, in this journey. So mm -hmm. especially if you don't know where to start, and I'm going back to what I said at the beginning, do something and you will know. Yeah. So if you're thinking of, oh, I want to become a, I don't know, a travel blogger, let's say. Yeah. Um, start your blog now. And even if you don't travel meaning you don't cross you don't do 10,000 kilometers to to go somewhere well go to your local uh, i don't know uh, your local a local place that's not so far away and blog about that mm. you know um blog about things that happen in your city uh, you know if you live in a big city for example and there is uh, let's say a, a I don't know, an Asian area there. And then there's an, I don't know, an African area or something or neighborhood. Go to those neighborhoods, blog about those places, visit some restaurants, et cetera, et cetera. Just do that. Yeah. And you will be training to be a travel blogger. And when you travel further, then you will be able to blog about that. And I'm giving an example of something I'm doing now, actually, um, because I... I'm one of these person who can be satisfied doing just one thing. I realized that about myself and I embrace that. Right. And so uh, I love making videos and I realized recently, no, I didn't realize I always loved making travel videos, but for some reason I stopped doing them. Mm -hmm. And um, for my birthday, I asked my, my husband, I said, oh, okay, you know, there's this little DJI camera that I want, and I want to start making travel vlogs again. And so, for example, typically, I went to, um, to Lyon a few weeks ago, and I filmed a lot of things. And I started editing uh, a little travel vlog, and I'm going to put it on my YouTube channel very soon. And I thought, you know what, from now on, every time we travel somewhere, I'm going to make images and publish a travel vlog about this place on YouTube. Mm. And why not later, you know, uh, try to work with some places because I, 
also love filming cool places, you know, like hotels, restaurants, etc. Mm. I, I, I love when, when they have a nice design and everything. I love going to those places. And so I was like, mm, maybe I can, if I publish regularly those travel vlogs, maybe I can pitch myself to some different places when I travel and be like, okay, listen, I have this uh, travel channel on YouTube and I film all these places and, you know, why not make a deal, et cetera. And I, in my mind, I'm already thinking about the potential way that I could either make money or just, you know, get invited in those places just to make pictures and videos. Um, So that's what I would suggest, right? If you have an idea, whatever that is, put your feet or one foot, you know, in there by starting creating content around this thing you're, you're interested in and just be creative about starting where you are and using what you have yeah and develop that yeah. and progressively you're starting to you're going to start to build you know a following and all that, those things and this can turn this will probably turn into something that you can make money with in the future Mm, I like your thinking and I like the idea I cannot wait to see uh yeah your, your first blogs or even more of them <laughs> very cool mm. so Anais it was so nice talking to you so at the end of the podcast I always have final three questions the first one is what does happiness mean to you oh happiness means being surrounded by the people you love and having the freedom to do the things you want to do and also being aware that you don't need much. You just, you don't need to have what enough is for you. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) the, The next one is what do you do to be happy? Oh, easy. (laughs) Um, easy. I do. I love coloring books. That's, I don't know. It, it just makes me happy. And of course, I'm not talking about, you know, big, being with my family, etc. But something that makes me happy personally, coloring books, making arts, using my hands, trying to create things and turn them into something beautiful to look at. Um, that makes me happy. Nice. And the last question is, what was the happiest moment in your life? Oh, easy. When my kids were born, that was the happiest moment in my life. And I didn't know that it was possible to carry so much love in one individual, in one person. I didn't know that I was able to give so much love to other creatures um, until I had my, my twin boys. That was I the want to ask, they are twins, right? Because you said they're 15. Wow. Yes, they're yeah. twins. Yeah. So I can imagine that you've been tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my gosh, that, that's a lot of work, but so worth it. Yeah. Oh, very nice to hear that. Very good. Very inspiring. Um, Okay. So yeah, that was it. Thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing your story and sharing all these insights. And uh, we'll put all the links in the show notes also to find you. And maybe, okay, one last question. Is there anything I forgot to ask you and anything you would want to share with the listeners? 
Oh, well, just first of all, I want to thank you so much for inviting me. And that was, uh, I don't know, it's, I told you that last time, but you're so soothing. It's so soothing to, you know, talk to you and be with you. So it was really a, a nice time we had together. And yes, what one very simple thing I want to share, and it's, it's a very simple idea, but that it's that if you... If there is something in your heart that you're thinking about right now that you're starting to become obsessed with, um, just find a way to do it, to start doing it somehow, even if you're scared, even if you don't know where to start. The first question you can ask yourself that can help you start is, how can I do this? So that that's a very simple idea. And I really want to encourage everyone to ask yourself this question, how can I do this? And when you ask yourself this question, you're going to look for answers and you're going to find answers. So start with that. Mm. Wow, very good. Thank you so much again. Thank you. And all the best for you, for your future new plans and moving to Germany with your family and the new chapter. And yeah, I hope I see you soon somewhere in the world. Yes, thank you so much, and um, it was an honor. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, and welcome back. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Isn't she an amazing woman? And so many insights she shared with us. So thank you again, Anais. And I put all the links in the show notes for you to reach out to her if you want to learn more about her and what she does. And yeah, I'm so happy you are listening. Please make sure you subscribe, you rate and review it. And you have done all of that. Then please share the podcast with your friends and your family. Maybe you know somebody who wants to become a digital nomad or an entrepreneur, doesn't know how to start the journey. And maybe that podcast would help that person. And yeah, if it helps you, then let me know in the comments on the Instagram post what you learned from this episode. I'm always so happy to read from you guys and know what you learn. So that also helps me to find the right people for you to interview and to know what I should share more because the podcast is really here to help you, to inspire you. It's here for you. And um, yeah, it is my passion and I share that with Anais. I just love talking to people. I also love learning new things myself. And yeah, it's a lifelong journey. We all learn so much all the time and it never never stops so again thank you for being here and i wish you a wonderful day no matter where in the world you are love and namaste